Hello, everyone, and welcome into Senior Living Live. My name is Melissa. I am so glad you could join us today, finding us via video, or for those of you who have found us via podcast, we thank you so much for finding us on our new venue that we have just released over the past couple of months. Thank you. Today, we are diving into an interesting topic. Many people want to know, should I move into independent living? Is this something that is right for me as they venture into retirement? And somebody that can help me talk all about this is Katie Beatty. She is the senior care counselor at Arbor Terrace Citrus Park down in Florida, a gorgeous community. Katie, how are you today? I am great here in sunny Florida. It's beautiful today. Of course it is. It's always Always. Sunny Florida, it seems like, yes. And uh, your community is gorgeous. I have been there myself and have been able to see it uh, as it was being constructed and as yes. it's now a completed uh, home for many people. Um, first, before we start diving into the topic, can you tell us a little bit about your background? Sure, absolutely. It's I have a, a very different background, but somehow it marries perfectly into what I do today. Um, so I started out um, in the golf industry. So I went from college, I'm a Gator, go, go Gators. Um, <laughs> and I kind of continued in the golf industry for about 16 years. So really, you know, lifestyle sales, I always said no one really needs a country club, um, but it betters your life. You know, it, it gives you purpose. It, you know, if you're new to community, you make friends. Um, I got out of the golf industry randomly and worked for a spinal surgeon. So I educated um, patients on different spinal surgeries. Again, people who were isolated, kind of trapped in their own, you know, bodies and sense because they just couldn't do anything. Um, and that also, you know, got their life back. So I think the two kind of marry each other. And um, I feel like daily I am helping people enrich their lives because uh, really, and to be honest, no one needs an independent living or they don't think that they need one. Um, but it truly can, you know, make and change a senior, just like a surgery, just like having that purposeful life at like a country club or something to do and meet friends. I agree with that completely. And we're going to talk about that. That is that is our next question. But before we get to that, it, in terms of you supporting things, you are supporting Breast Cancer Awareness Month, aren't you? I am. So you can kind of see my pink hair here. Um, all the ladies love it. They're, they always want to touch it. I'm like, it is actually, it's hair. It's an extension. Um, but all the, you know, we have quite a few residents here who have gone through breast cancer. So they all think that it's, it's kind of fun that I have pink hair. And I think they always see me not serious, but in this, you know, touring people. So it kind of brings some fun to it too. Yeah. And I love it. I love it so thank much. You. And thank you for your support. And, and I'm sure people who are watching who have been through that, um, unfortunately, uh, breast cancer, it's, it's a long journey uh, for it many is. people. I'm sure that they appreciate your support as well. So thank you. Thank you. Now, uh, as we talk about independent living, people have this idea of uh, what a senior living community is like, and that when it comes to senior living, I only move there when I need additional care, but that is not always the case. So what are the top reasons people choose to move into an independent living community and who should consider a move to independent Absolutely. Um, so really when we're seeing people starting to look at independent living, we have quite a few families who are moving closer to be near their loved ones. Um, and, and that really works out for them because Moving to a new area, you may not have friends. 
Um, moving to, you know, downsizing to a smaller community. Yes, there are multiple 55 up communities here in Florida. I mean, I think that probably every neighborhood has one. Um, but a lot of those are snowbirds or, you know, residents who are still working. So they may not be home doing things that you'd want to do. So you may not see your neighbors often. Um, and again, it might just be very established already where, you know, making new friends is, is difficult. Um, so a lot of those new families moving into from out of state or different parts of Florida really find independent living, you know, a great resource for them um, to engage with other people, to meet people instantly. I always like to say it's kind of like your first year of college, you're all in the same boat um, as freshmen. And then we also have families who, um, where maybe one spouse is a caregiver and the other one needs a little bit more assistance. So it really gives that one who might be just a little bit more the caregiver, that extra maintenance-free lifestyle to assist so that they both can enjoy the quality of their life. They both can, you know, not have to worry that one is doing more than the other um, with that kind of, you know, meals and housekeeping and just that little extra maintenance that, you know, chores we do daily kind of taken away. Um, but also being said, you know, residents who are isolated, you know, they might have lived in their homes for, I don't know, 40 something years and neighborhoods are just getting younger. So yes, they might know their residents or their, their residential area and their neighbors, but they're not really doing the things that they, they love or, you know, hanging out with neighbors. Someone might just, you know, wave to them. Um, I don't think we realize like how lonely some people are in their homes because, um, you know, we see them every day, but we don't realize that they're just home alone. Yeah, and I'm sure there's a lot of people that are listening or watching that uh, can either hear themselves in, in that group of individuals or can hear maybe their mom or dad there as well and are thinking, huh, you know, well, I, I wasn't sure that this existed, but it does. And so we're going to dive a little bit deeper into this. You know, many Arbor communities are unique in the fact that they allow you to choose independent living, then you can move to assisted living. And then if you need a little bit more help or you, you start to decline from a memory uh, cognitive standpoint, you can get that kind of care as well. So basically it's one-stop shopping, if you will, mm -hmm. um, having this idea of aging in place. Um, how has this changed the perspective of retirement and senior living? I think it's changed it. So, you know, a lot of people look, especially local, you know, they want to stay where they're familiar. So that builds that campus approach, gives them the option that, you know, I'm around my same doctors. I go to the same grocery store I've been going for years. I mean, we all know that all grocery stores are similar, but, you know, you go into one and you're like, this is not like my grocery store. <laughs> it will take you longer. So just being in that kind of neighborhood aspect and just what's familiar really makes it you know, great for seniors, um, whether they're moving and they're starting a new neighborhood, um, they know that they're going to be here for, for quite some time. They can age in place. And again, you know, not have to worry about changing doctors, dentist, you know, their church where their Publix is or their grocery store. Um, so it really helps in, in that sense. I think it also gives them that sense of, of one large home, because especially when the independent, I think no one ever really wants to, you know, separate from their spouse. 
but sometimes you know that that does come up and it's I think an easier transition knowing that you're kind of in one big home I think it's like a one big like large mansion you know um or they're on the same you know you have your house they have their house um and knowing that they're there and getting the care that they need but you can see them at any time of day really helps um, families as well knowing that they're both taken care of as a spouse or that they can age in place yeah i spoke to a woman who had that exact situation living in a community at down in texas and you know her husband needs a lot of help from a memory care standpoint so he's in the memory care part of the community she has her own independent living uh apartment and she can go see her husband anytime, but then enjoy her life and, and not feel like it's all about 24 seven care for her husband. And then she said, now I can just be the wife. I can just be his wife, his loving wife. And I, I just, you know, she was so happy. So um, it's, it's great to hear those reviews and speaking of reviews, um, I know people who live at your community, independent mm -hmm. living, they love it. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about what people are saying and what a, a normal, typical day is like for somebody who lives at your independent living community? Sure. So we'll kind of touch on um, just the normal every day, and then I'll kind of go into a little bit of, of what people are saying by that. Um, so we definitely start out every morning with breakfast um, and then fitness and wellness have been a huge part of, of this community. Um, it is amazing to see residents who may never have been into any sort of fitness or wellness get into it, or might have you know, been the you know, 50 something year old that walked three miles, four miles a day with their, their besties every morning and then just didn't anymore um, and now are getting back into that. Um, so that's always amazing to see. One of my favorite parts is you know, touring our aerobic studio, our gym, and you know, adult children saying, oh, mom and dad will never do that, and taking a picture and be like, look what mom and dad did today. Um, so that's always fun to see. I think that, that our residents really appreciate our, our community, um, it being newly built. Everything is built for like a purposeful space. So like we have that gym, we have that aerobic studio. So it wasn't an afterthought. It was already built into the community that they're moving into. Um, so after fitness and wellness, you get your mind going. So we do some sort of brain engagement, some sort of game. Um, there could be something interactive later on like jewelry making or arts. Uh, we do a lot of seminars and lectures. Um, and that's really towards the end of the day. We always have a social hour. Um, it truly is happy hour, but not everybody drinks, um, but it's a great time to come back to the community, meet with friends right before dinner. Um, then there's dinner and I feel like dinner is, is always a kind of, you know, a five course meal. So it, does, it takes a while for dinner, but they have a great social hour. And then we have some games or seminars after dinner and then everyone kind of winds down. We have these great living rooms that I see a lot of people watching like Jeopardy or Wheel of Fortune together. Um, it's always fun like right now where there's someone that is winning for a long time. So they're all talking about it. So um, it's kind of a day in the life of our, of our resident. There is always something on the hour to do. Um, so it's, it's like a cruise ship. You could do as much as you like or you can just sit back and relax. Perfect. And when it comes to reviews, uh, what do the residents think about this lifestyle? They, I mean, I have so many residents come up to me and tell me, and 
my grandmother lived in independent living and she also told me this many years ago that they just wish they would have done it sooner. Um, that, you know, the friends that they've met, the things that they've gotten back into, um, you know, it's really hard, especially for a couple or a single person to cook for themselves. So the food in general, um, not having to do, you know, a TV dinner or a lean cuisine that has a lot of sodium, um, their doctors are telling them, you know, your sodium levels are down, um, you know, swelling's down, having, you know, non, um, sweet items so that they're having dessert. There's just so many more options. They're eating more vegetables. They say every morning we have berries. They're like, I love berries, but I never buy them because they go bad. I can have berries every day. So just having those things that I think we're so used to, but don't even realize how hard it is for one person living by themselves to enjoy. Absolutely. Yeah, that's great. So then people hear all this and they say, wow, well, this sounds fantastic. But then the question next is, of course, how much does it cost? So if someone is interested in moving into independent living, how does the cost differ from, say, living in their own home? So I think, you know, a lot of people, they've gotten to the point of living in their home for a long time. It might be paid off um, or they might, you know, have downsized and, you know, paying for an apartment. Everything in our independent living is just like you said, a one-stop shop. Everything's included pretty much. Um, so when you think of, you know, how much money you spend on, on food or going out to dinner, um, everyone here in Florida, I don't know how many people like to or have a pool, you know, maintenance on your pool that you never go into, um, yard. So there's always those, again, people living in their homes for 30 plus years, the AC, the roof going, there's always those extra costs that I don't think we realize are there. And then some 55 and up communities too have those higher HOAs or CDDs because they have some resort-like amenities. So I think once you start um, filling out and, you know, we always give that fun. We have a cost comparison sheet that the Arbor company uh, gives us. And once they kind of see that and write it all down, it, it, it's fairly comparable to how you live now. Yeah, you take the overall cost of what that house is, what that maintenance is, that insurance cost, and and the electricity, and then the, the TV. You just you take it all, and you don't even realize that you pay for all these things until you really sit down and put it on paper and add right. it all up. And as you said, it's it's very comparable. So, uh, excellent job with that. Now, finally, if somebody is interested in making this leap and they want to find out more about independent living, what is the first step they should take? I think they should go and, and visit. You know, a lot of my tours are, you know, you're the first place I've visited. I always say it's because we start with an A and so does everyone else and it's first place in the phone book. <laughs> um, but a lot of people don't even know what's available to them or what's out there or what's even included in an independent living. Um, I'm always, I always get to when people walk in, they're just amazed how beautiful the community is and how it looks like, you know, a resort living versus something institutional. And I was like, that's just something you see on TV. Um, it is it is not portrayed like that. Even our assisted living and our, our memory care um, all look like a very nice hotel, um, very comfortable. It's not institutional or facility. So when people say facility, I was like, yes, our community, because it, it's not, there's no, you know, standard white 
you know, sterile walls. It's it's truly is beautiful and very similar to what you would live in now with all those amenities. Sure, and it, you are down as we mentioned in sunny Florida, but uh, these types of communities are everywhere. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're all over the country. So uh, as uh, Katie said very well, um, start with the A's. Yeah, <laughs> now there, the there's company. a lot of A's out there. And not only that, <laughs> like they're in. They're in every um, state and I've seen, you know, through social media, I've seen different ones. And I think you, you always get like the um, community envy. They're gorgeous. I mean, I think the more that are built, the more purposeful spaces they have, um, they're really, especially in your area, what you probably would like they would, they would have. Yeah, excellent. Well, I think you've done a really nice job in helping to break down sort of a day in the life of an independent living community. Katie Beatty, thank you so much for your thank time you, today. Lisa. Thank I you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Now, if you have enjoyed uh, watching or listening to this interview with Katie, we'll ask you to head on over to www.seniorlivinglive.com. You can find audio, podcast, or videos just like this in our video vault, all about senior living 24 hours a day, seven days a week. As always, we appreciate you watching Senior Living Live. Have a great day, everybody.